Welcome to the Their Story Podcast. This space holds impactful stories of those who have been redeemed by the Lord. Often we try to bandage and cover up our brokenness because it feels safer to come across put together and perfect than desperately needing Jesus. There is so much beauty in transparency. I invite you to get cozy and listen in as people share their personal redemption stories. Welcome today to our episode. I have one of my sweet friends. Her name's Brianna, and I'm super excited to hear her story. She just shared with me a little bit about her one of her births, which was super incredible. And yeah, I'm just really excited to hear what happened before that, what happened after that, and just her life of journeying with the Lord. Um, a little bit about how we know each other. So I grew up in a really small town and she grew up in the small town next to mine. And so I actually went to high school with her husband and then we competed in sports against each other and kind of reconnected through social media as we were both mamas and um, yeah, all the things with being a mother and looking for hacks (laughs) kind of drew us together. But anyways, as I was praying a few weeks ago and I was just asking God, you know, who do you want me to invite onto this? this podcast, her face was one of the ones that came to my mind. And so I'm super excited to have her here just for her to have the opportunity to share her story. And so, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put myself on mute and let Brianna uh, take over. So here you are good to go. Yes. Hi. So super excited to be here. So yeah, so I grew up in Poti, you know, where the strawberry festival is at. So a little backstory. So I grew up in church my whole life. I didn't have a relationship with God. It was more just to like shut my parents up. And so they wouldn't keep asking me to go. So I was like, you know, let me just go. But growing up, I mean, I was a pretty good kid. Um, I played every sport. I excelled in everything, everything I did. So then here comes 2016. I graduated. I decided to go to Palo Alto. I was doing very well. had a great job. Um, Christmas break came. And that's when I met a guy. Um, his name was JP. I grew up with very strict parents. Um, I never got out much. I was It was either home, school, work, and church, and repeat. Um, I always tried to make my parents proud. I guess I was just tired. I In that moment, I was tired of, like, following the rules. Um, so, the, so JP had asked me to sneak out one night. And so I did. I snuck out, and it was the first time, and I think it was just, it was a rush. I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to continue to do this. Um, So I did, and um, I continued to do that for a couple of months. Well, a couple of months came by, and I found out I was pregnant. Um, Everything happened really fast. So I guess living in a small town, everybody found out before my parents. So they had went up to my parents and told them that I was pregnant, and so that was really hard. Um, my dad stopped talking to me. That hurt because me and my dad had a really, really close relationship. And um, my mom, she was just angry. Every chance she saw me, she would yell at me. So it was really hard. I didn't really have anybody to talk to. In that moment, my mom and dad made me stop talking to JP. I wasn't allowed to see him. He wasn't allowed to see me. I ended up going into a really, really deep depression. After that, um, that was pretty much it. I just, I was like, you know what, God, like, why, like, why did, why did you let this happen? Even though it had nothing to do with God, I blamed God for everything that happened. And, um, I was angry. I didn't want nothing to do with my parents, but then the day of the gender came where we, we needed to find out. And my parents were like, you know what, JP can go. So we ended up going 
And as they were doing the ultrasound, he, uh, my doctor looks at me and he's like, I'm sorry, there's no heartbeat. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Like, I've been fine. We, I just saw you not too long ago. He's like, I'm sorry, there's no heartbeat. And I'm like, well, I want a second opinion. So we go to have a second opinion and they tell me the same thing. And as it is, I was already struggling and that just made things worse. Um, I remember just not wanting to be alive anymore. Um, I I pushed everyone away. I pushed my parents, JP, even I barely knew JP and he tried to be there for me. And I was like, you know, I don't want anybody in my life. I just want to be alone. And I, I was just, I went down this horrible, horrible path. But the next day I had to give they, they told me that it's either a DNC or give birth at the hospital. I chose um, a birth at the hospital. And um, so I delivered her and I was so angry in that moment. Um, the doctor asked me if I wanted to hold the baby and I said no. And I was, I, JP held, held her, her name was Sophia. He held her and um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it was, it was um, something that I regret not doing but I just let the anger take over but anyways so like I said I ended up that was what really really started everything I went down a really deep hole I ended up moving in with JP because I didn't want to be next to my parents I thought that that would make things better if I moved in with JP it didn't I cried every day um it actually pulled me into um where I just didn't want to be alive anymore I was I was super sad but I stayed with him for a couple of months um I think on Mother's Day came and my mom asked me to go to church and I was like you know what I'm just gonna go just to make her happy it's mother it's Mother's Day like why not so I go to I go to church and as soon as I walk in a lady comes up to me and she goes I know that there's a lot of hurt but the Lord wants me to tell you that your Sophia is okay, that she's with your granny and she's praising and she's okay. She's okay. And she, and God wants you to know that he loves you and he hears you and he wants you. He loves you. And I, I broke, I was in tears. I was crying. I was a mess. And I told JP, I was like, man, JP, like we gotta, we gotta get things right. We have to do things right. If not, like I'll do it myself. I'll go my way. You go your way. But I know that I, I, God's calling me. He's tugging at me. I, I need to go back to him. And, um, he's like, no, I told you I'm, I'm in here for the long run. Like I, let's do this. So, you know, a couple months went on and he ended up proposing to me. It was actually really fast. He, he proposed, we ended up getting married, found out that we were pregnant again. So that was pretty sweet. But in that moment too, I still felt empty. I was really, really empty. And I was, um, I was telling God, like, I was like, you know what, this, I thought this was going to make me feel better. I'm married. I'm doing things right. Like now I'm having a baby, but I was still so empty. And in that moment, he's like, you need to seek me. He's like, you're here. He's like, but you're not seeking me. You need to seek me. You need to love me with everything. So, um, in my pregnancy, I had um, a lot of fear, a lot, a lot of fear throughout my whole pregnancy. And I thought like, you know what, this baby is going to die too. And that's what I kept telling myself, this baby's going to die. And um, I just went down, like I said, that, that deep hole. And I was like, just talking really negative the whole pregnancy. 
finally I had to tell myself, you know, like I can't do that again. Cause you know, I think back to my first pregnancy when I found out I talked negative with that one, with that pregnancy too. And I remember like when, once I lost Sophia, I was like, why did I do that? Like, why did I talk so negative? You know, this is a gift. So I changed my perspective on that. And, um, you know, I was like, you know what, she is going to live. She is going to be okay. And throughout that whole thing, I just felt God's hand over me. And he gave me like this supernatural peace, you know, um, of course that devil tried putting fear, but I would rebuke it. I was like, no, like, I'm not doing this. This pregnancy is going to be great. So, um, it was February, February 12th, 2018. And I started having contractions and they were getting really, really strong. And, um, um, so I ended up calling my midwife and I was like, look, this is what's happening. And I think I'm going into labor and I start freaking out and she's like, okay, like, let me go on by. So she goes, she's like, yep, you're in labor. And so I'm going through my, my, my labor and the contractions are getting stronger, but I'm not dilating. Nothing's going on. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, and she's like, it's going to get there. You're fine. Labor takes long, especially when it's your first baby. And I'm like, okay, I trust you. And I'm just sitting there and I am in so much pain. We're probably 20 hours in. And she finally looks at me and she's like, Brianna, she's like, you know, cause she was a believer. And she's like, Brianna, like the Lord's telling me that you have a lot of fear. And I was like, I do like, I know I do. She goes, well, nothing's going to happen until you let go of that fear. And I'm like, okay, well, let's do this. Like I I'm going to do it. She goes, let go of that fear. And this baby will come out. She is not going to die. She's going to live and she's going to be healthy. You're going to be healthy. Like everything's going to be okay. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I got this. So she leaves the room and I start screaming and I'm like, God, like, I trust you. I give you my all. I give you this baby. This baby is yours. I know this is a gift. Like I'm ready to have this baby. So I start pushing, I start dilating, like everything happened so fast. And then she was out. Like it took all of that just to let go of that fear for her to finally come out. After that, like I, I, we ended up, you know, dedicating her and I told God, you know, like, we're gonna, we're gonna live our life. We're gonna live our life for you. I'm going to teach my kids. And then after that, like, it's just blessings on blessings, like through everything that I, I, I went through, like I felt him. And not only that, what I didn't say is that when I was in the hospital for my first one with Sophia, that even though I went through that hardship, God was there because I was actually supposed to be 18 weeks, 18 weeks pregnant, but I was measuring at 16 weeks. And then, um, so when my water broke, it was completely black. And that the doctors came in and told me that I was actually supposed to be in the ICU because there was an infection inside of me because she's been gone for two weeks inside of me that I should have been really, really sick. But in all of that, God still had his hand over me and didn't let me get sick. You know, I, of course, like something tragic happened, but also he was with me through it all, you know? So every trial that I went through, I felt him with me, even though I pushed him away, even though I didn't want him, that I questioned him. I did all those things. He was still there. He was still faithful to me, even when I wasn't, you know? So. Um, I thank God every day to where I'm at now to, you know, not only having my daughter, but also having my boys, you know, and, you know, to this day, like, I, I promise God, you know, like, I, I promise, like, give me, I just want to be pregnant so bad. Like, I promise I, I'll raise my kids how they need to be raised, you know, and 
I mean, my kids, if they're scared, you know, they're like, you know, I stomp on that devil, you know, like they pray over me. I have a headache. They pray over me. So from going to this life, you know, of all these, these trials to like where I'm at now, like I really do truly thank God, you know, for being there for me. And even though I pushed him, he pursued me, you know, and I, I thank him for that. I thank him for never giving up on me, you know, even when I did. So he's been really, really good to me through everything and even flipping my husband's life around from not knowing God to I we were just at church right now him raising his hands on his knees like it's just beautiful what God did in my life and I'm truly grateful to be where I'm at because of him listening back to Brianna's story I'm reminded of God's patient pursuit of our hearts and how he wants each of us to turn to him and just how faithful he is to pursue us continually. I asked Brianna, because I forgot to ask her at the end of our recording, what have these experiences taught you about the Lord's character? And she says that the Lord is so faithful. Even through all the trials I went through, He never left my side. No matter how far I pushed Him away, He fought for me more. He is so good and such a loving God. When I didn't even see a way out of my depression, He took me out of it and wrapped me in His arms and still has not let go. I just love that. I literally got chills <laughs> reading that. And so I just, um, I'm so grateful for this story and I pray that it blesses you and that you just continue to have a great rest of your day and your week. We'll see you next week on the podcast.